All right. Hey, this is Chris Perry. I am the WCHL commissioner. And on the other end of the uh, podcast line here, we have our good friend live from the uh, laundry room, perhaps Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, are you there? I am here live from the laundry room tonight. <laughs> Back at the old reliable. Well, we took a week off last week because we kind of had a little too much fun. We, and then, we partied um, too much last week. <laughs> as two white guys could do two yeah. old white guys could do <laughs> hey let's hear a little uh let's hear a little crunchy guitar and then we'll get after it we've got two weeks of games to recap andrew hold on your underwear here we go awesome So you're back. You, you're no longer in the garage. You've survived the carbon monoxide from I all the garage. I survived carbon monoxide. I'm back in the laundry room. I am ready to rock and roll. Let's do it. Let's get right after it because we've missed two weeks of WCHL action. Let's try to uh, make our amends because in the last weekend in October, right before Halloween, the Arizona teams were out here at the Oklahoma teams. Arizona played on Thursday night at Central Oklahoma. Arizona State played at Oklahoma. Tell me what you got there, big man. The uh, so Thursday night, UCO comes out and uh, gets all over Arizona, three nothing there. Um, spirited game, and uh, a thing that's going to be kind of a theme for me tonight here is bad penalties all over the place. The uh -oh. uh, but Arizona, you know, is. Uh, they couldn't. They were battling the power play, so they couldn't take advantage of it. So Three bad nothing. penalties on the board. So yeah, they could have taken advantage of that. They could have. Uh, they could have been right in the middle of it. Okay, so Central Oklahoma. That was the. I, I would say that would have been the uh, the highlight, the the marquee matchup of the weekend. Yep. Because Central Oklahoma and Arizona were the highly ranked teams, and UCO comes out and uh, shuts them down three to nothing. And then in the other game. It was down at the Blazers Ice Center, and you and I were there. We watched that one. We did. And that was kind of an ugly game there. It was. It was. Uh, so as we both kind of discussed it when we watched it. Um, I thought OU outplayed Arizona State in the first period. But like we've seen many a times before, the ice got so tilted in one direction that uh, Arizona State came back the other way and, and got a soft goal on their first goal. and kind of surprised everybody in the building i think because the way the the game had been going so far and then uh they come out second period and uh right off the bat a minute in minute and a half in something like that score another soft goal and uh there was a goalie change that took place right off the bat there and then uh oh you clawed their way back into it but just couldn't quite seem to get the puck to go their direction for them on nope. that thursday night and gave up the three to two loss there it's kind of wild. As you said, uh, 100 shots on one end of the ice, one shot on the other end, and the one shot and, goes in. Yep. We've and seen then, it 100 uh, times before, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's all. That's just the way the hockey gods work. Yep. And then, uh, yep, first shot in the second period for Arizona State goes in. Uh, Oklahoma pulls the goaltender. And then uh, a minute later, they uh, greet the, Oklahoma, the new Oklahoma goaltender with another. They just they jammed do. it home between his pads. Yeah, just went right between his pads there. And when that one Three went in, nothing? I thought they were in trouble, but they uh, they got it sorted out and and fought their way back into it, but just couldn't couldn't quite get there. So couldn't quite get there. Yep, it was three to nothing. ASU, uh, seventeen minutes to go in the second period, and Oklahoma, you know, like I said, fought back. A goal here and a goal there. A goal in the second, goal in the third, and uh, but it was uh, couldn't couldn't get the equalizing goal, and that's to Arizona State's credit. They played hard, so that was a three they to did. two Oklahoma win. Or Arizona State win, yep. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Arizona State win. Hey, thank God you're here, or else I'd really screw things <laughs> up, wouldn't I? God. I mean, it's, it's late, and I'm kind of, you know, I must be hitting the fumes. Maybe that's the deal. All yeah, right, so the uh, next night. much attention to your watch. <laughs> Maybe so. I'm getting a little freaked out. Hey, um, uh, the next night, everybody switches partners. Oklahoma hosts Arizona, and Central Oklahoma hosts Arizona State. 
You and I were not at either one of those games. I know that for a fact. We were not. We were elsewhere. I was, uh, you know, I was going to be in attendance for the OU Arizona game. And then against my will, I was drug away um, that Friday night to uh, partake in other adventures. So I was not able to attend. <laughs> drug away, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. And uh, up in it, in, in good thing we weren't there because um, Central Oklahoma just brought the they they brought the house. They laid the wood to Arizona State that uh, Friday night. But, Five to one was the final out of Edmond uh, UCO over ASU. And then apparently the game in um, at the Blazers Ice Center between Arizona and Oklahoma was quite the barn burner, a three was. to three tie, late in the um, late in the game, and then Arizona scores a fluky goal with twenty two seconds left to win it four to three. Yep. They, uh, so talking to the guys um, when we got back on Monday and seeing all the guys, they uh, said the Friday night game was close. Um, it was a tight back and forth game all night. And uh, they thought it was, even though they lost by one, they thought it was their best game of the weekend. Really? So, like, like the way they played and like the effort they put forward, and just like Thursday night, just came up a little short, but they felt like that it was their, uh, out of the three games, that it was their best game that OU played. So, that's just the best little, game of the weekend. They lost it, huh? Yeah, that, that's just a little insider knowledge from uh, being around those guys. So, that's what they, mm-hmm. that's what they told me. That's 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 the pom pom uh, report right there, <laughs> courtesy of Andrew Major. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Well, um, yeah, though I understood the fluky goal. I, I ended up talking to the official. Uh, he said the goal. Um, I guess I got missed. It, it wasn't a a nice shot. It was a kind of a garbage type of a goal. But uh, goal made the save. Came out and hit the Oklahoma defenseman um, in the in the uh, I guess the shin. Or the shin guard, and it went it just ricocheted off the shin guard into the Oklahoma net. So it was yeah, a, right back a in. shot, save, you know, deflection off the Oklahoma defenseman, and boom, into the net. Next thing you know, 22 seconds later, game is over, and Oklahoma has uh, yep. lost another so one kinda, goal game. Kind of kind yeah. of a shocker there. Then, uh, kind of a shocker. Well, it's because we weren't there. That's because we weren't there, right? The, uh, then the other surprise was the. Uh, Alabama Arkansas game on Friday night. Well, yeah, yeah, Alabama. Those were out of uh, out of conference. Alabama out of conference, went down to yeah. Arkansas for an afternoon okay. affair. I'm sorry, Arkansas went to Alabama for an afternoon affair. They, Two uh, SEC they, rivals. They hate one another. And uh, it was a, it was a shellacking put on by Alabama. That's for sure. Ooh, nine to two was the final. Nine to two was yeah. five nothing early in the second. And they. Uh, Alabama went four of six on the power play, so they made them. They made them pay on uh, mm-hmm. on their mistakes. They made them pay. So, what a deal! Tough, tough one there. And then on Saturday, Saturday, everybody wound up the uh, WCHL weekend. Arizona and Oklahoma played an afternoon affair, and that was all Oklahoma five to nothing uh, yep. over Arizona. They uh, so the those same guys on that one. They thought that the uh, Saturday game was the uh, weakest performance of the weekend for the guys. They uh, <laughs> so just um, what they said is the kind of like what Thursday and Friday the puck wasn't falling in the right direction for them, and on Saturday the puck was falling, but they didn't like the like the way they played per se. So. They thought it was the weakest game of the weekend, and and they ended up winning it five to nothing. So interesting. Yeah, uh, I guess that's why they're in their positions they are. And you and I run this podcast, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, interesting. Well, you you would think it'd be the other way around. You know that that you uh, would, yeah. five nothing win would be the strongest game of the three for uh, for the team that won, but apparently not. Up in Edmond, UCO completed their three-game sweep of the weekend. They uh, they beat Arizona State by a score of three to nothing, and it was just kind of um, it was just kind of routine. Nothing stood out there. It was just kind yeah, of you know, let's go through the motions and yeah, get let's go done. through the motions and get it done. Yep. Yeah, get it done, get it home. So yeah, and and then uh, the the uh, non-conference WCHL game that was going on was Arkansas game two at Alabama. And at least it wasn't a nine to two butt kicking. wasn't It wasn't as bad. Still four to one, but still wasn't a bad. 
but probably uh, probably not what Arkansas was looking for going into the weekend. I would I would guess. No, especially they, to their uh, hated rival, you know, big rivalry. And then they, you know, they had all that momentum coming off that big Philadelphia swing there, where they won the three three and four nights. They yep. had a little momentum on their on their side. Then they go to Alabama and take one on the chin. So no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. So uh, there you go. So there's the week that we missed. Andrew, is there uh, anything else that uh, you want to add from that in terms of your uh, expertise? I know. Well, go ahead. So we were uh, so we were kind of talking on our uh, shenanigans this past weekend. Now I'm going <laughs> to throw it out there because I know you didn't prepare for this. So I'm going to catch I you here. I absolutely did not prepare for this at all. Thank you very much for telling everybody. Top the five Halloween. Top five Halloween costumes that you saw in the weekend that you were not watching hockey. <laughs> All right. Let's see how your list compares to mine. <laughs> are, you, are you going first or am I going first? I'll go first. I'm throwing out the bald guy with the USA flag pants on with the little miniature hat on top of his bald head. Number <laughs> he one. He was a clown. Yeah, that guy was a clown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's, he's your number one or number five? Yeah. Uh, that's my number one right there. <laughs> all right. Who are the other ones? They, uh, number two, I'm going to go with all of the uh, Sisters of Sin that we saw on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> they, all the people uh, dressed up as nuns? All the people dressed as nuns. All right. And then uh, coming in third place, I'm going to go the two Ghostbusters that were dressed up as the uh, Papas from Ghost. <laughs> I'm, I'm sensing then, a theme here. Okay. Yeah. And then, well, I'm switching it up on you here. So then number yeah. four, yeah. I'm going to go with the pirate in his two winches that we saw on Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, uh, and then to round out my top five, I am going with a guy that I saw on Saturday night after a wedding that I got drugged to. He was a carbon copy spitting image of Dog the Bounty Hunter, and he had real hair, no wig. Was it really? Are you sure it wasn't Dog the Bounty Hunter? Was Beth nearby? Yeah, I did not see Beth. They, uh, wow, she's packing was, a lunch, uh, you know. It was it was Dog the Bounty Hunter, just a skinnier version. <laughs> a skinnier. <laughs> that would be Dog's son, Dog Junior. <laughs> yeah, puppy. So, that, <laughs> so that's my, all right. That's all my right. top five right there. How about so that's that? your top five? Yeah. All right. My. Uh, well, here we go. I'll do uh, I'll do five through one. Yes, and I have totally not prepared for this at all. Um, Don't catch you on that. Yeah, boy, you got me. I uh, <laughs> uh, let, let's let's do this. I will give uh, number five to the blue Power Ranger that came to my house and rang the doorbell. There you go. Um, I will give number four to his brother, the angry Ninja Turtle. He wasn't Leonardo <laughs> or. Uh, Michelangelo, he was just angry. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> I always, you know, when kids come and ring your doorbell, you know, uh, especially if they're little kids, they're excited, right? Yeah. So I always ask, you know, what are you? Oh, I'm such yeah. and such. I'm such and such. Uh, and he was, I said, well, who are you? Are you Leonardo? Are you, uh, you know, Michelangelo? And he's not angry. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. He must be paying too much attention to our politics these days. He's just angry. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Um, so uh, th number two and number three will be a uh, a team up. It will be uh, the two girls that came to my uh, uh, door uh, dressed as Mario and Luigi. Um, there you go. Which was, which was very nice. Uh, I asked them, I said, can you... Can you go, I'm a Luigi, you know, or whatever it is that <laughs> Luigi says. Yep. And she goes, no, I, I can't do that. And I said, well, can you at least yeah. like jump and pretend to go, bling, you know, like you hit your head on a block <laughs> and a coin came out. And, and she goes, no, I can't do that. And the other one, Mario says, I can speak Italian. And I went, yes, 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 <laughs> go. She goes, spaghetti. <laughs> I went, All right, you smart Alec. You got me. You got me. So there we go. Blue Power Ranger, Angry Ninja Turtle, Mario and Luigi, and my number one, my absolute number one favorite Halloween costume that I saw this weekend. Oh, 
think it's going to have to be. Oh, what was that blow up thing that we stood next to us on Tuesday night? Oh, the little uh, green dinosaur. Yeah, with the little girl <laughs> sticking out the front and the dinosaur makes it look like she's scaring a baby or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like I think, yeah, I think it was like she was getting eaten or something by the dinosaur. Yeah. It was one of those yeah. inflatables. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. We saw, hey, we saw, for for, the, for those, of, you know, trying to pay attention here, when Andrew and I went to a, a couple of concerts here over the weekend, uh, Halloween type stuff. We saw a, a band called Ghost one night. We saw a band called The Struts the next night, and it was uh, just an absolute blast. But more importantly, it was, it was just, it was, you know, it was almost as good as going to the airport in terms of people watching. Holy oh, it was people smokes. watching galore. Holy people smokes. watching galore. That we saw, there was a minion. What else? I mean, the struts really had it. it. It ghost, it was all devils and demons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was all the Satan. kind of scary type stuff. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah. the struts had everything. We had Elvis Presley's. Oh, that's we right. We had, had we had the people that had that were had Elvis hair, but they weren't dressed up. It was just their real hair. Just their real hair. Yep. Yep. And Elvis then we had actual Elvises. Uh, yep. And then we had the guy walking around with the uh, fire on his head. <laughs> he looked like what was that guy's name? Syndrome from The Incredibles. Something like that. Was, yep. Yep. I think he's the the bad guy from The Incredibles. And then we, <laughs> and then we had the uh, inmate with the uh, weird green balloon. <laughs> Attached to her, floating around. So we had yeah, that but, one going on. Yeah. And then we that had looked the, like it was her. That looked, that, that looked like it was her real uh, jumpsuit too. I think. That's what. Yeah, it fit pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like that. That was <laughs> the authentic the, thing. And then we had the strange couple that stood next to us during the concert, and I don't know if you noticed them or not, but they were an older couple, and they they had a son that was standing right in front of me, and he looked like he was probably early to mid twenties out with his parents for God knows what reason at a struts concert <laughs> on a Tuesday night, but uh, I'm you, you know, it, it, to each their own, but to each their own. He, uh, while we were waiting for the concert to start, mom was dressed up as like a 1970s hippie. Like I'm going to uh, Woodstock type outfit. Yeah. And she kept walking up and taking her pigtails and like rubbing her pigtails in the kid's face and like hitting him with her pigtails in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kept watching this, and I was like, "Like, what are you doing, lady? Like, nobody wants to get hit with your hair like that, and you have your hair in their face, especially by your and mom's I, hair." Yeah. Well, and then as I get caught giving her a weird look, trying to figure out what's going on, she catches me doing this, and she says, "Well, I'm, I'm his mom, and and I can mess with him all I want to." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, mess away, do whatever you want to him. I don't care." <laughs> and five ten minutes later, the kid disappears. I'm like, well, there's a shocker. He's tired of his mom beating him in the face with her pigtails. I mean, holy moly. How about that? I'm telling you what. There's a yeah. whole bunch of freaks out there. A whole bunch of creeps out there. <laughs> yes, there is. There's creeps wow. galore. <laughs> hey, you know what? We, I, I, I probably should have, you know, our number one out of all. we named You named five. I named five. But the one who was probably the best dressed of all the nights was probably the lead singer from the Struts. He had some outfits. I think oh, he, yeah. blew, he, I think he totally blew their tour budget on nothing but outfits. Yeah. If you, uh, if anybody listening has not watched the struts or seen a video of the struts, do yourself a favor and go watch it. And the guy's a showman. That's for sure. He's a showman. He's a, a, the modern day Freddie Mercury. But uh, if there's a rhinestone or a frill or just some patent leather laying around, he's going to find a way to wear it. So and I was, and I was very surprised. I looked him up. Um, when I got home that night and surprisingly enough, he, uh, has a very attractive girlfriend. <laughs> what were you expecting? I was, well, I was, you know, he, he obviously admired Freddie Mercury. So I didn't know if he was, uh, you, you thought he, you thought he played for the Freddie other Mercury's team. Footsteps or, yeah, or, or what the deal was, but the guy's oh, name is Luke Spiller and he has, uh, got an attractive girlfriend. Well, hey, you know what? How about that? Hey, good, good, good for him. All right. Well, hey, that's good for him. That way, yeah, good, good for him is right. All right. Well, hey, let's let's get back to hockey. Enough of that. Um, top five Halloween <laughs> costume. Hey, next thing you know, we'll have to do top five Halloween candies. I got that down. Um, <laughs> I mean, trust me, I don't even have to think about that one. So, well, plain M and M's number one. one. 
Oh, I've only got one. Yeah, Green or uh, grape and pink nerds. That's all I got for you. Well, that's because you only, are a only nerd. Thing I eat. What, what's what's the absolute <laughs> worst Halloween candy? Oh, somebody said chicka sticks were. Ooh, I, is that even I wanted a to candy? Fight the guy that said it. That doesn't even count as a candy. Well, I want. He said they they uh, heard it on the radio. They said worst candy to receive uh, trick or treating was chicka sticks. Ooh, I, well, I wanted oh, to fight oh. the guy. Okay, well, no, hey, that might be me. Um, that might <laughs> be me because boy, I would have, uh, I would have definitely said, Ugh. um, uh. yeah, I, I, I would have voted for candy corn myself, but uh, hey, that's just me. Oh. But hey, oh, let's yeah. take let's take a quick intermission, and because now I'm getting hungry, and um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back and let's talk about the week that just was since well, we missed one week. We, we just we just picked up on it, but let's come back and uh, pick up the week when the Colorados. We're at the Ozarks, and uh, we had some CSCHL teams down here in Oklahoma to uh, beat up on the Oklahoma teams. So let's hear a little horn, and uh, we'll come right back and talk about that. Hold on. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Andrew, we're back. I was hungry. We're back. And then I went and I thought of chicken sticks, and I said, oh, I can't eat now. Hey, uh, the best thing on the market right there. That stuff is gross. Uh-huh. Chicken has been packaged into a lot of things, but sticks was not one of the things that God meant it to be packaged as. <laughs> Nuggets? Uh, I don't wings? Know I don't know. Strips? I don't know that I'd agree with that. But sticks? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't can know you, if I'd agree with that. Can you imagine like getting a Pez or, or getting like a, 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 a pixie stick and instead it's a chicken stick? You're expecting so like sugary. This? My yeah. My my parents give my daughter a uh, Pez dispenser and a little three pack of Pez for Halloween yeah. the other night. And when she got it home, she looks at me and she's irritated and mad. And I asked her what's wrong, and she says, "Dad, those Pez they're flavored. They're candy corn flavored. You can oh. have those." <laughs> and I was kid. like, "No way!" So I go over and look, and they are candy corn flavored Pez. And I was like, well, that's just sadistic right there, kid. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> We'd have to have a quick talk about uh, whether you're still going to be my parents or not. That's right. That's, that's right. Your grandparent oh, privileges might, might be revoked. Just revoked right there, right? Wow. That's brutal. How about that? Well, how about this? The Ozarks, we had a big weekend of uh, WCHL action this most recent weekend. The uh, Ozarks hosted the two teams from Colorado. On Thursday night, um, we had another premier matchup um, with the two big schools, or at least you'd think the two big names. Colorado was yep. at the Mediacom Ice Park to take on Missouri State. Colorado comes in ranked number um, 19, Missouri State number 6. And you're thinking just an absolute freaking heavyweight matchup. And, man, it turns and, into uh, a mismatch. Holy smokes, a 5-1 to one win for Missouri State. Missouri State spanked them. How about that? Just brought the they brought the they brought the rain and killed them. I mean, uh, I was I got to the uh, I got to see the, uh, the I guess the last thirty minutes of the game and man, it was just I was I was impressed. Well, the uh, I was a, that's a tough one, tough way to open up the weekend if you're Colorado. You know, big big game on to start things out, and then you come out and, and lay a goose egg. They uh, and get schlacked five to one. So that. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough is right. And then down at the uh, Jones Center, Arkansas hosted Colorado State. And, you know, you just look at the rankings and you're thinking, okay, it's the tale of the WCHL, uh, um, you know, uh, talent, you know, the two, number seven and number eight. Um, uh, But it turned out to be one heck of a good game. And uh, Arkansas ended up – all it was a tie game. Colorado State got the got the goal in the third period and and comes away with a three to two win over the Razorbacks here at the Jones Center. Yep. So close close game back and forth and uh, probably not a game that you had marked on the calendar as one that would be a barn burner, but ended up being closer to the two games for that night. So very nice. Good for good for those guys. And that's a way to you know just like you said, that's not the way for CU to start their weekend off getting spanked up in Missouri State. That's a heck of a uh, that was a heck of a way to start the uh, trip off for CSU and uh, new head coach Joel yep. Weeks, and uh, for those guys brings them a lot of confidence. Good for them. Yep, yep. Because we all know Arkansas, even though they uh, 
you know, got spanked by Alabama the weekend before. Arkansas plays tough. They play physical now, so if you're not ready for them, they're going to sneak in there and grab one from you. Well, oh, good for Colorado State. Yeah, good for CSU. And then, um, hey, that, so that was Thursday. The next night, everybody trades partners. CSU goes up the road to uh, uh, to Springfield to take on Missouri State there at, um, in, in the Media Commons Park in the Stan Melton Ice Arena. And Colorado drove down to take on uh, Arkansas in Springdale um, at the uh, Jones Center. And um, well, let's start there at the Jones Center. That was, I think, the surprise of the night. Well, the, both of those games were, were, were surprise results, I think. Um, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, I would call both of them a surprise. Arkansas pounded they, uh, Colorado 5-2. to two. How about that? And then they, CSU uh, beats Missouri State 4-3 to three in a shootout. Yep. So uh, just going through it, the one thing that stuck out to me on a 5-2 victory is Colorado nearly had double the amount of shots on goal as Arkansas did. So good for the uh, good for the Arkansas goaltender standing strong in there and uh, only allowing two goals and Arkansas walking away with a 5-2 victory. So yep, it was Joseph Dusenka in net for uh, Arkansas. They call him Deuce. And, uh, he's the and he's the kid that stood on his head versus OU when OU had all those shots on goal. Really, a couple of weeks ago when Arkansas was down here, same kid. Yeah, okay. stood on his head. All right, they, uh, very nice. And then up there at uh, Mediacom Ice Park, it was um, uh, Joe Morgan was in net for the second night in a row for Colorado State, and he he fended off a hundred million shots. I don't know the exact shot total, but he fended off a gazillion Missouri State shots. And, um, you know what, you know what the, the wild thing is? I, I remember cause I watched this, um, Missouri state was up three to two late in the game uh, late in the third period coach, uh, from CSU calls timeout with two minutes and 33 seconds left. He pulls the yeah. goaltender and what normally happens? I mean, empty net goal going the other way. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Game's yeah. over. But damned if they don't win the faceoff. Actually, I don't know if they won the faceoff. All I know is it got into the Missouri State. Uh, oh, oh, I know what it was. It uh, Missouri State iced it. Missouri State iced it. They the guy went for he took Brought a the- yep he took a long pass to uh, try to get it into the empty net. It was about maybe a foot or so wide, and uh, turns into Colin. icing. So draws now back in Missouri State zone. Colorado State wins it. In Brian Casaria, number six, the captain for Colorado State, or one of the captains, um, just rips home a laser from the blue line into the net to tie the game up. And it, it was a seeing eye shot because it must have gone through everybody on the ice. Uh, the, the puck had eyes. Yeah, the puck had eyes. It's absolutely right. So he ties the game up with a minute 20-something left to go. So pulling the goaltender pays off. And... Um, and they survive the three on three five minute overtime, and they go to uh, the shootout. And Colorado State's uh, uh, it was his I don't know if it was the first shooter or the second shooter. I think it might have been the second shooter. Ben number twenty one. Ben I think it's Ben Joseph is the guy's name. Um, scored the uh, game winning goal and the only goal in the shootout. I think he he must have been the first. I think that's what it was. He it was the first shot for CSU. Um, the first shooter, the Missouri State, uh, none of their shooters scored, and CSU sneaks out of there with a, a four to three win over Missouri how about, State. How about that? And that's just kind of been uh, Colorado State's um, motto this year. That you know they've won some they shouldn't have, and they've lost some that they shouldn't have. So they're kind of back and forth, and uh, they snuck in there and. When I would probably consider stole one from Missouri State on Friday night. Yep. So, yep. And then on uh, Saturday, let's finish up the WCHL uh, games here. Um, the weekend Saturday, uh, it, 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 if if Friday night was a fluke in terms of uh, uh, shocking results, Saturday was a, a return to form. Colorado pounded Arkansas yeah, five to we, three. What we expected. Yep. And Missouri State pounded Colorado State five to one. So. Yep. Uh, on the weekend, what Colorado gets one win, CSU gets two, Missouri State gets uh, two wins, Arkansas gets what one? I think it is. So, uh, yep. And I, be- I believe I had. Oh, looking here, I had Missouri State going uh, 
with three wins on the weekend. Arkansas going with three losses. Yeah. And then Colorado, Colorado sneaking out two wins. So I was uh I was kind of all over the map on my predictions. We would call it we would call that here. wrong in the I think you you're the only yeah, the only what? Yeah, I was I was only yeah, I was wrong all the way around because I had UCO and OU splitting their non conference games and we we'll get to that here in a minute, but we know they lost all of those games, so yeah, well, let's let's get to it because that? Iowa State came down from uh, the cornfields in Iowa, and um, Jason Fairman brought his uh, Cyclones down to play two games at Central Oklahoma on Friday night. Um, well, the, the, I, I, you, you, Andrew, you probably got the scores. I don't have them. I, all I know is uh, Iowa State ended up winning both games. I think it was like three to one yep. and five to uh, three. Friday night, Iowa State three, UCO one, and. On Saturday, Iowa State 5, UCO 3. There you go. So, I don't know how it turned out on Friday night, but I know on Saturday, on Saturday UCO had a 3-2 to two lead going into the third. And Iowa State scored three goals to turn a 3-2 game into a 5-3 win. So talk yep, about a momentum. Yep. So, uh, so Friday night, the uh, lots of pims on both sides, but it was a close game all night. One goal back and forth, and uh, Iowa State pulled away. By two there late. And then uh, Saturday, Iowa State had a little bit more composure about themselves, but UCO comes out again with lots of PIMS. Um, shots were close. And yeah, like you said, it was 3 3 in the third before uh, Iowa State ended up pulling away. And, and so, yep. And I know that Coach McAllister can't be I happy with a, that. Well, no, you would, uh, you would think, you know, I don't know if this is just the way the season's going to map out or what but going through the stats and all that i pulled up a stat that showed uco being second in uh, team penalties with 417 or 477 penalties in uh, 17 games no way and they are they are 100 minutes ahead of third place would you say that was 417 oh, through 477 through 17 games 477 Pims uh-huh. through seventeen games. That's twenty eight minutes a game. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of. That's a lot of penalties. That's a lot of penalties. Wow. I mean, that's yeah. They are. They'll admit they're second in the entire league right now. Who's first? Uh, Canisius, maybe. <laughs> if I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> you you got to love that. The uh, old Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it. I believe it was them. They. Uh, wow. Yeah, I uh, I noticed that, and I, I thought that stood out, right? So, uh, well, UCO's kind of been sluggish, back and forth, winning and losing, and all that, and you know that could be a um that number's a little bit smaller. You know, maybe there's some of those losses are turned into W's. Who knows? No right? doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's you know they'll. Who, I think UCO will admit that they're no saints. Um. Yeah, but you know they if they're going to have any success um, here throughout the uh, rest of the uh, season, yeah, they're going to need to stay out of the box. Got to have some composure and some discipline about yourself, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, and, they, and speaking of composure and discipline, let's flip it around to Lindenwood, the number one team in the nation right now, comes down to Oklahoma for Saturday Sunday series and takes it to Oklahoma yep. three to one and four to two on the weekend. They did. They did. I didn't see uh, Saturday's game. The uh, but just going through the score sheet there, Lindenwood was three for three on the power play. Mm-hmm. They uh, they nearly doubled up on the shots on them, and OU was zero for five on the power play. So a lot of couple missed opportunities there. If you're uh, the OU boys, that you could have snuck one in and even not even maybe not pulled ahead, but you know made it three two or. Or just tighten the game up a little bit and made it made it a little more competitive, right? That's right. That's right. That was a uh, on on the Sunday game. That was a two to two game uh, going into the third period, and just what we talked about a little bit of loss of composure, uh, penalty. Yep, gets called I here was, and there, and next thing yep. you know, um, Linda Woods on the power play, and their power play is is deadly. They scored seven goals on the weekend. It is deadly. Five of them they were did. power play goals. One was a shorty, and one was even strength. So what does that tell you? Yep. So yeah, I was I was in attendance for I was in attendance there Sunday, and uh, I think I texted you about 
oh, first intermission or so. And OU was keeping up with Lindenwood. They were, uh, I actually thought they were kind of outplaying Lindenwood um, the last half of the first period. And then they uh, came out in the second period and still kind of not necessarily took it to them, but I thought kind of outplayed them and, and definitely stayed with them stride for stride um, in the game. And uh, it was close. I believe it was 2-2 going into the third, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um then they come out and uh, kind of a questionable call on uh, – I, I saw it happen. Um, the referee called a head contact and then a uh, game misconduct for head contact and kicked uh, Isaac Bossy out. I, I watched it happen. He, they, they explained that arms came up and there was head contact there. Um, from my point of view, I'm not sure his arms came up. I don't know. If it was a misconduct that they, I don't know if it deserved a five-minute major like what they handed out, but any way you look at it, Lindenwood took advantage of it and snuck in a power play goal on them and gave it to them four to two. So the uh, it was a little close game. Kind of took the I thought it kind of took the wind out of OU sails on Sunday when they when they lost uh, Bossy. They're uh, starting out the third. That kind of took wind out of their sails and uh, a little bit, but hey, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. That's uh, OU was hanging with them, but uh, yeah, they just. In, in fact, uh, Lindenwood scored the the only even strength goal of the uh, weekend early in the third period, and then yeah, the the, the big yep. then the call scored the fourth happened. goal in the power play. Yeah, yep. then the call that yep. happened. Uh, so I, uh, uh, and I got some other stats for you. Oh, lay it on us. Oh, yeah. So OU is 0-10 on the power play for the weekend. <laughs> and uh, this Sunday wrapped up their uh, season series with Lindenwood. And OU went 1-for-16 on the power play wow. versus Lindenwood. While Lindenwood went 5-for-15 on the power play versus OU on the uh, four-game season series there. So thought that was kind of an interesting little stat there for you. It is, especially since... All five of those goals were scored this weekend. Yep. Yep. Wow. They went over on the first weekend and uh, came back and, and bit them this weekend on the power play. Went, mm-hmm. went five for 15 on them. Wow. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. Well, so that's we're, we're caught up on the games, Andrew. Let's All this WCHL teams have now played nine WCHL games. And things are kind of taking shape in terms of the the race for the WCHL regular season championship. Um, number one, uh, after getting off to kind of a slow start, is Central Oklahoma. They're in first place with 20 points. Surprisingly, um, we have a tie at second place between Oklahoma and Arizona. And I say surprisingly because I don't think anybody would have thought that Oklahoma this year would have been uh, near the top, but uh, they are. So give yep, them credit. Um, in fourth place is Missouri State with 15 points. Fifth place is Colorado. I think that would be another surprise. Nobody expected Colorado to be where they are, but they're in Three, fifth place on the lower. Yep. with 11. Arizona State is in sixth with nine points. Colorado State is right on their heels with uh, in seventh place. Seventh place with eight points. In Arkansas, coming up the rear again at number eight, but they have six points. So, uh, you yep. know, they're just so they're, a game or two away from, boy, I mean, you look. Yeah, they, look, they're laying in the lurks. They could uh, sneak up on somebody yeah, well, there. Well, just look at the top four. They're separated. The top four teams are separated by five points, right, with Central with 20 yeah, and Missouri State at 15. And then you look at the bottom four, they're separated by five points with Colorado at 11 and yeah, Arkansas at six. Right, all right there. Yeah. The, uh, this next uh, – Next series of uh, league games is going to be interesting. Well, that's right. Everybody plays 22 league games, so that means that everyone has 13 league games left. And, um, yeah, the next, uh, you know, in, in the way I work the schedule, this is going to sound dumb. It's, maybe it's a little too much inside nerdy knowledge, but I do it uh, so that everyone plays 14 games in the uh, fall semester and eight in the spring semester. That way we end up with 22 games. Yeah. So... Yeah. Every team has five games left, five WCHL league games left this um, upcoming uh, semester. And the Colorados, you know, it's going to happen in two weeks. The Colorados will visit the Oklahomas. The uh, Ozarks will go visit the Arizonas. 
And then after that, the week before finals for everybody, uh, everyone's intra squad uh, or travel partner will play one another. So there's where you, that's where your two games come in. Yep. So, um, so yeah, it's it's shaping up to be a, a, a little fun, tight race. I think it's uh, so. Uh, just for our hometown boys here, you know, only separated by two points. Obviously, we've got a big weekend uh, coming up here in a week or so. So points may be a little further spread out when we when we get to the finals weekend. But you know the way it shapes up right now, the OU UCL big rivalry game. You know, first place on the line if you're OU and you win it, you you take over first place from UCO. And if you're UCO, you can put a little more uh, distance on everybody else. So, yeah. um, and then uh, you know Missouri State, they just got to keep winning. So. Um, Arkansas can play spoiler for those guys and, and lay in the lurch and uh, sneak up and bite UCO and or Missouri State and, and make it a little bit tougher on them. And same thing with Arizona State and Arizona, right? With Arizona being at the top of the pile, you know, Arizona State could uh, move in and take one from Arizona and make it just a little bit tougher on those guys. So it's a fun yeah. fun set of games coming you up. You know, this is our 6th year of having WCHL hockey and, and I think it's fair to say in in most of the previous years we've had one just dominant team that's running away with everything and everybody's trying to catch up to them. The first couple of years it was Arizona State uh, before they went NCAA and most recently it's been Central Oklahoma. Last year it was a little it was a little tight with Central Oklahoma and Colorado there at the end. But uh, yeah, I mean this is kind of shaping up to be a dog. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a little greyhound dog race. I mean, you never know who's. Yep, we're we're yep, around the first. Fun. We're around the first corner, and uh, Central's in the lead. But will they yep. extend it, or will people catch up to them? It's uh, kind of going to be fun to watch. Yep. So this is, yeah, it makes it fun to watch, right? When there's a little bit more on the line than just going out and playing games. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's take another quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the. Uh, ooh, thank God we switched over to the computer rankings. Oh, thank goodness. We'll talk about that and uh, whatever else is on Andrew's <laughs> mind. So hold on. Alrighty there, Andrew. Boy, uh, the week that we missed, that was my favorite week of all time when it comes to the rankings. The first time the that's computer chaos. Ranking. Yep. Oh, I loved it. It was great. It no. was marvelous. It exposed the bias from the that the, the coaches' rankings, oh, you yeah. know, with, uh, when they do it personally. There's so much oh, bias there. What a joke. There's so much bias there. What an absolute joke. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, when we switched um, from the, to the computer, number one was uh, Lindenwood. We talked about them. Yep, they were they were number two in the coaches' ranking, but now they're number one. Yep, deservedly so. They're a good the, hockey team. Deservedly so. The number one team. Well, well, hey, let's back it up. The number two team was Michigan Dearborn. Yeah, I don't. Nobody was thinking about Michigan Dearborn. I don't. I don't. So I don't agree with that one. Well, who cares what you agree with? The computer agrees with them. <laughs> the coaches had them at number 11. They, and the uh, computer don't lie. The computer said, nope, they're number two. Yeah. Well, you, you look at everybody else around them, though. Everybody's played 10-plus games around them, 9, 10, 11, 12 games, somewhere along in that neighborhood. Yeah. And then Michigan-Dearborn comes in, they've played four. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. So right, I'm well, not, not we'll discrediting see, what we'll they've see. done being 4-0. Oh. I'm just saying. Everybody else has played uh, into the double digits in games, and those guys are sitting there with four games under their belt. So, jumping eleven to two, <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with that too much. But all right, well, like, no, we'll we'll make a note of it. The objection is noted, counselor. There you go. I yeah. like it. I like it. Adrian, the number one team on, in the eyes of the coaches was uh, voted number. Well, the computer says, nope, you're number three. Davenport was number four. Coaches said there were seven. Iowa State was number five. Coaches said there were number nine. In Missouri State, the first WCHL team in the uh, computer ranking, they were number six. Coaches said they were number 12. How so about that? Come on there, Slick. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Uh, so I didn't agree. <laughs> I didn't agree with the coaches' poll that they were, uh, that they should have been so high up on Missouri State. Yeah. You know they're uh, they're coming in number nine right now, I believe. Um, so that's probably a good place for them right now at this point in the ball game. So 
Well, okay. You're, you're talking about the unofficial stuff. I'm talking about the official ranking that came out this past week. Missouri State was number six. Yep. Central number seven. Um, Liberty was eight. Ohio nine. Illinois ten. Oh, there. So let's go through. There's another one I don't agree with. Arizona fifteen. Oklahoma. Which one? The UCO being number seven. Where do you think they should be? They. uh, I don't think they're a top ten team right now. I think you have to slap them and outside the top ten, put them eleven, twelve, (laughs) thirteen, somewhere in that neighborhood. Put hey, put your pom poms away there, big boy. (laughs) Come on. Not a, ch- not a Come chance. Put the OU, put the OU pom poms on. Not a chance. Not a All chance. Right, so here we go. This is in the most recent ranking, the computer ranking. So Missouri State was six, Central Oklahoma seven, Arizona fifteen, Oklahoma sixteen, Colorado nineteen, and then right outside the ranking was uh, Arizona State, Colorado, and Arkansas. Uh, Colorado State and Arkansas. Yep. Now that was last week's ranking. That uh, the the men's division one rankings they come out every Wednesday around noontime Eastern, right? And due to our friend All Hat No Cape the Wizard, he has um, he kind of has a sneak peek. He can pull back the curtain a little bit on the rankings uh, before they're officially released. And so we kind of have a sneak peek, and that's kind of what you alluded to that Missouri State, while they were six last week, they're probably going to be ninth this upcoming week. Yep, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yep. And while Central Oklahoma was seventh, they're going to be, and you think they, you, your personal Homerish Oklahoma, <laughs> you know, bias, you think, well, Central Oklahoma should be out of the top 100. And, <laughs> uh, but instead, they're going to be probably around 11, I think. Yeah. Ar- I think Arizona, uh, for taking a week off, is going to be rewarded for moving up a spot. And Oklahoma yep. for taking two losses to Lindenwood is going to be rewarded by moving um, up. Yep. Yep. Colorado's going to drop a little bit down to 21. Colorado State should move up from two wins. Arizona State from uh, taking the weekend off should stay the same around 29. And Arkansas for a cup for a, a, a nice win over um, Colorado. They're going to move up a little bit, I think from 35 to like 33 or 32. So, yeah. That's all thanks Not, to our good friend, all his, he, we call him the wizard, all hat, no cape, because, you know, capes are no good. Capes get you in trouble. <laughs> Did you see the Incredibles? Capes get you in trouble. <laughs> so he's got to be like, he's got to be like the wizard. Think of him holding his hands up there, pointy hat and all stars and a moon, half moon on it. And he's just conjuring up the computer rankings. Yep. How about that? He prefers to that? remain anonymous. I've tried for years and years to get him on this, just to get him to talk, but the what what's a, what's the lady wizard? What do they call them? Wow. Not a witch, not a or, or a warlock, but what do they call them? Um, lady wizards. <laughs> yeah, that sounds official. <laughs> okay, there we go. The lady the, the, the lady wizard has put the kibosh the lady on wizards. his appearance. Yeah, oh. the, the lady wizard. Yeah, she's put the kibosh on his appearance on the she has she has said, buddy, I will not send you to the laundry room. I will send you to another say, realm. All he's got to do is sneak out to the laundry room or the garage and he's good. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. I think she will, I think she will uh, create a potion and he will be gone for good. And so. Uh, there you go. Along with his sneak peek computer rankings. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we kinda, yeah. How, I defer to her. That? So she wins. <laughs> there you go. She wins. The ladies always win. So yep. what else is on your mind there, Andrew? Anything, anything exciting? Yeah. Nothing exciting going on. They uh, just just plugging away here. Really? They, uh, just plugging away. Got uh, first part of the uh, demolition done to my uh, basement that I'm remodeling for my five year old daughter to turn it into a playroom. <laughs> the uh, demolition. Got the How demolition do you work basement. Done. Well, you know it's it's been a lot of work, but. Or I think our basement may have had asbestos in it, so you know I didn't want to didn't want to send my five year old down to play in 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 a asbestos. So I I said oh, I'll clean it up for you, sweetheart. <laughs> so I'll take all the cancer for and, you, there, kid. I went and I went and played in asbestos, yeah, for two weeks, getting it all cleaned up, yeah. So oh. how about that? No thanks. Yeah, well, no. How so, about that? Is that 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 sounds terrible? It was terrible. I would have <laughs> I would have paid I would have paid somebody to come do that for me. Well, you know, I'm I'm cheap, 
and I and I work and I work at a hockey rink. So there you there's, go. There's a lot of things that uh, I could pay that guy. Oh no, I work at a hockey rink. Sorry, I'm going to do that myself now. Got to do it myself. Yeah, I'm going to do it myself. Well, here this weekend we have no uh, looking ahead to this week. We have no WCHL uh, teams uh, or games between WCHL teams. Uh, that's going to be the following weekend, the weekend of November 15, 16, 17. But we have some exciting games coming up. Arizona State travels up to North Dakota. Yeah, I think they've yeah. lost their senses. They're going to play a game at Minot and then two at Jamestown. Yeah, holy smokes! Kind of a kind of a weird little schedule um, this weekend for the teams. Yeah, I mean, what if I? This is just me. If I'm in Arizona State, why are you Andrew, traveling to Minot? Yeah, you've been to Arizona State before. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. If I, and this is just me. If I go to Arizona State and if I'm attending school at Arizona State University, the coldest place I would ever want to be ever in my life ever again would be Oceanside Ice Arena. And that's, that's it. That's right. I, that's I don't right. think I would travel north of the Arizona border at all unless I had to. Yeah. And I wouldn't voluntarily go to North Dakota. That's for dang sure. Those guys are going to North Dakota. Hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't slide off the uh, exit ramp of the highway and and get mad at why there's another trucker that slid off ten minutes before them, and you know run what? into them like like <laughs> we've been known to do. <laughs> I, I just I, I hope they don't get on the airplane wearing shorts and flip flops and then get off right. and you know they need their mucklocks and parkas when they get like, off in uh, uh, Nowhereville, yeah. North Dakota, and then look like the guys from Cool Runnings when they. Uh, the movie <laughs> when they get off the airplane in Calgary and it's minus 32 degrees or whatever. And they, and they left Jamaica. That's about what it is. That is insane. So, yep. How about that? Crazy, crazy. So, uh, so that's, uh, so Arizona state, uh, Arizona hosts two games. Actually they host three games. They have division two Maryville coming to them on Thursday, Friday. And then they have division two grand Canyon coming to them on Saturday. So they're going to play a WCHL weekend. But they're playing it at home, which is the first time they've been home in about uh, a year and a half, it seems. So yeah, good for the good. U of A boys. Yeah, yeah, bad scheduling. Yeah, it's had them away for a while. Yeah, and they need to, <laughs> WCHL needs to fire that scheduler. He's terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Utah is going to Colorado, and they play Colorado, I believe, on Friday night. Yeah, and I believe then, so. And then uh, Utah goes up uh, the interstate, up I-25, and they go play uh, the Rams at CSU at, at, at Epic on Saturday. So that should be interesting to see how Utah matches up with um, with CU and CSU. Especially since Utah, you, you know, Utah is kind of schizophrenic this so far this year. And this is just me yeah, kind of been- as an observer of, a, of, of non-WCHL teams from the outside. But Utah goes up to North Dakota and they just get pasted by Jamestown. I mean, blasted fifteen to two, and then they lose thirteen to one to Minot, and then the the third night they come around and they beat Minot three to two. How in the world does that happen? Yeah, just up and down and back and forth, and they host yeah. UNLV at their place, and UNLV just absolutely smokes Utah, and then Utah turns around the next night and beats them. How in the world does that happen? Yeah, just uh, teams taking the night off, saying, eh, we got them last night. They're not going to be worth anything. And take the night off, and then they sneak in and bite you and get you. Schizo, schizo team, I'm telling you. So uh, so the schizoids, um, the Utes <laughs> will be at um, Colorado and Colorado State this weekend. Arkansas, hoo-hoo, Arkansas. They gotta, they're up against it on this one. They're up against it is right. They Friday, Saturday at number one Lindenwood. So uh, if you guys from Arkansas, pay attention. Coach Falls, pay attention. Stay out of the box. Stay out of the box. Do not, do not put Lindenwood on the power play. And don't, if not, don't just, even let, uh, yeah, don't even get on the, try not to even get on the penalty kill. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, the boys are, <laughs> yeah, just say, if you get penalties, just decline them. Just say, no, we'll pass. <laughs> just, just, yeah, we'll pass. We don't like want in football. Just keep going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Throw the red flag out there and say, nope, we're, we'll pass on this one. We'll decline that yeah. one. <laughs> after, after seeing Lindenwood, they're uh, five on five. They're okay. You know, 
UCO, OU, I would imagine Colorado, Missouri State, a lot of the better teams can skate with the Lindenwood five on five, where uh, Lindenwood pulls away and puts a little distance with themselves is on their uh, special teams. So, yeah, if you're Arkansas, you just gotta gotta keep your nose clean this weekend and uh, mm-hmm. don't let them don't give them those opportunities. No, well, that'll be you know Arkansas is up against it, uh, but let's let's hope they stay out of the box and. Give Lindenwood a run for their money. Lindenwood is undefeated and, and right hey, now. I think they're either 10 and 12 the, now, so uh, it'd be 12, good for somebody. To, yeah, that'd be good the, for them. The now. mighty have to fall at some point, right? There you go. There you go. David versus Goliath, I'm told. So Go David. That's go right. Arkansas. Yep, that's right. And then the last one, I, I saved this one for last because I know it brings back wonderful memories for you, but Missouri State will head up to Chicago to take part in the Robert Morris uh, Thanksgiving Showcase. They'll oh, play boy. Robert Morris, Pennsylvania on... Uh, Friday night they'll play. Um, I think it's Division Two, uh, like Southern Illinois or something like that on Saturday. Uh, and Illinois, then they f- Illinois State. Oh, Illinois State. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what Illinois State. I'm sorry. Yep. Apologies to Illinois State. And then, um, and then on, uh, I couldn't even read my own writing. That's what that was. <laughs> and then on, and then on Sunday, a Sunday morning uh, affair, Missouri State will take on Robert Morris, Illinois. Well, you, the, you have uh, fond memories of uh, that trip. Well, that is oh, that is a that is a great tournament to play in right there. As long as you as long as you take their trophy when you leave, by God, don't <laughs> leave any hardware behind. Don't don't <laughs> don't leave it in the trash can. Don't leave it on the ice cooler. <laughs> yeah, you know if you, if you're gonna win a trophy, I mean, have some decency to take it with you at least. You know, wait till you or get to the safe. truck stop and throw it away there. Yeah, don't be. <laughs> or else- don't, don't be that guy you. that throws it away in the icebox, you know. <laughs> don't, I, I, don't, I, you don't want to be that guy. I've since apologized for that. <laughs> I've, I've apologized many times for that. <laughs> to, to the guy who I took it from, too. <laughs> the, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. What, a, yeah. what a great little place to play. I believe that's where the Chicago Steel play in yep. the USHL, if I remember right. The, uh, uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I believe that was nice little, nice little four or 5,000 seat arena. They, uh, yeah, nice little place, but, uh, yeah, just take their trophy if you, if they give you one, <laughs> yeah, take their, take their trophy. Remember, remember after the game, win or lose, you have to line up on the blue line to you go have through to the shake motions hands and take their trophy. Yep. That's right. Pretend like it's a, uh, pretend like it's a, a an international tournament and line up on the yep. blue line. Um, don't be surprised if you have to grab your ankles because of the home cooking, um, <laughs> from the referees. <laughs> And then, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, wild, wild. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm telling you what, that was Bensonville is a Bensonville, Illinois. The they play at the edge in Bensonville, and they have uh, two rinks there in that facility. And then literally, you have to walk across the street and down like a quarter mile to the third rink, um, yep. which is another part of the edge facility. Thankfully, they don't use that for their tournament, but. Um, yeah, nice, nice arena, and uh, they they put yep. on a good Robert Morris. Uh, I, well, how about this? I can't. I know they've recently had some changes up there, and uh, their coach Chico Adratus, um, who's just an absolutely great, wonderful guy. Um, can't say enough good things about him. I know he recently uh, uh, left that program, and I know they've had some other changes in terms of off ice personnel. But uh, before before all those changes, Robert Morris. They could put on a tournament, whether it was this Thanksgiving tournament or whether it was their uh, nationals. They knew how to put on a show. So, yep. uh, hope Missouri State has a great time up there. Obviously, we hope the Ice Bears go three and zero and bring back uh, bring back some some hardware. Don't leave That's it. That's right. Bring it back. Don't leave it there. <laughs> don't leave it there. Don't let your don't let your bus driver uh, throw any obscenities out the windows. You're pulling away. Take their hardware and shake their hand. <laughs> don't don't have start some, have some with class about yourselves, right? That's right. Don't start fighting <laughs> yeah, with the parents. <laughs> yeah, don't fight the parents in the lobby. Don't do any of that kind of stuff that's been done in the past. You know, go in there uh, and keep your nose clean and uh, and play play nice. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Do you do you remember? You're not old enough. Maybe you are old enough. Do you remember the 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 um, the skit on Saturday Night Live where it was all the guys talking about Ditka, Ditka, the, the Chicago nah. boys, and they're all sitting around the table smoking cigars, and they're wearing Chicago Bears jerseys and they're talking about Ditka. Who who would win? Ditka versus God. Who would Ditka versus <laughs> Superman? That was 
that's all I think about when I think of the parents of Robert Morris. All those guys oh, yes. just sitting around. They're bigger there and fatter. Than, oh, they stuff themselves with pierogies and whatever else they stuff themselves with up there. Yes. And, you know, they think their yes. stuff doesn't stink. And, uh, you know, they're God's gift to uh, to hockey and mankind and everything else. Yeah. And, oh. uh, just harassing the poor equipment guys. He's trying to carry heavy bags and heavy <laughs> trunks out the building. <laughs> And they're harassing the poor equipment guy. Like, come uh, on. And leaving, leaving a trophy in the in ice bucket. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want it. We don't want it. We don't no. want it. The hell you know, that. looking back, it may not have been, been the best judgment that we've ever had, but we had fun at the time, you know. Hey, hey, you, you, know, you, you cannot go wrong for feeling how you feel. You're, everyone's entitled to their That's feelings. Right. And by God, That's right. we, we felt just absolutely ripped off that day. What a... I mean, what do they call it? Doug and Bob McKenzie, the hosers. We got the hosers were the were the officials that day. So, uh, yeah, anyways, hey, let's hope that Missouri right. State does not get hosed by the yeah. loser officials of Chicago. They take all this into yeah. Hopefully, they listen to all this and they they're taking this into account, make formulating their game plan for the weekend coming up. <clears throat> <laughs> very good, very good. Well. Is going on there, Andrew? Anything, anything else? I mean, you've got asbestos in your lungs due to uh, your your daughter's playhouse yep. now down in the basement. Yep. Um, yep. We so I've, yeah. What else? Uh, you know, I've, I've inhaled all the asbestos in the house, so I've got that cleaned up. So yep. yeah, I'm just I'm just plugging away. Very good. Very I good. Am. Well, we've I got am. the. I can tell you that the WCHL scheduler got the uh, 1920 schedule to his uh, to the teams. So we should be uh, uh, cutting like a diamond there. And and don't worry if you're Arizona, I'm sure, in the 2019-2020 season, you'll be traveling 54 out of the 52 weeks next year. So don't <laughs> nah, don't worry. Specifically, specifically ruled that out. Wow, what a mess <laughs> that was. What a mess. Yeah. No, yeah. And uh, I I did not schedule any 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 games during the Tucson Gem Show or during Disney on Ice. However, that's not to say that Disney on Ice did not return the favor. So, um, and how did you do? Uh, did you schedule league games or run any concerts coming up that we know of? Um, no, no. All right. I'll, I'll to, All right. Yep, I know. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to just make do when as an if. And there you go. My biggest my my biggest stumbling block in terms of scheduling league games is I had to avoid the. I don't know. It's the bike fest up in, in Fayetteville. Bikes, beers, and barbecue, something like that up there. I yep, had to avoid yep. that one. And then um, football games at Colorado. And, uh, well, football games at the, at the big, you know, I had to avoid. Uh, yeah, or I tried to avoid. Schools. Yeah, Arizona, Oklahoma, Colorado, Colorado State, Arizona State, Arkansas. You know, especially Colorado because their rink is right next to Folsom Field. So I did tough. my best. Yeah, did my best to avoid you know those games, but um, we'll see, we'll see. There you go. All right, hot dog. Well, hey, uh, uh, so the Oklahoma's are off, so they've got more time to uh, spill their beans to you, and you've got more time to go into the locker room and shake pom poms with them. I got a feeling will, it's going to be will. a hard week of practice for UCO this week. Um, and then uh, what else? I think that's it. No, no, the, the Colorado teams. Oh no, Colorado's playing. They they got tune ups. Each of them, they're in action. I yeah, forgot about the, the schizos from Utah coming in. So, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna play a couple games, keep things rolling. So, yeah, yeah, very nice. So we've only a, got uh, we've only got the Oklahomas and the Oklahoma teams that are off this weekend. Yep, sitting sitting idle. So, well, good. That means next week we won't have to listen to you shake your pom poms anymore. So, uh, good. Uh, well, I'll find I'll find something. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure those guys find, are just listening, something. complaining about uh, how we don't. How only one of us gives them enough credit, and uh, one of us, you know, hey. isn't just down on his knees, you know. So, whatever. Hey, I would, I would, I wouldn't agree with you, even if you told me something was right. <laughs> that, 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 that's why I have you on. That's why I, I wouldn't. You. I wouldn't agree with you for anything. You know, what we need to do. Hey, how about this? Let's let's see if we can't find one of those knuckleheads, and we'll have them on. We'll have you interview them. That way, it's. It's it's positive on positive reaction. You know, it's friendly fire. There you go. Yeah, you can just lob all the softballs, you know, low-hanging fruit. What's it like to play at Oklahoma? You know, all the, <laughs> all, all the lazy questions. How how awesome is it is it to be here, Johnny? 
know? I'll, uh, you just, you just give me the word and I'll, and I'll set up some interviews for you. Yeah, I bet you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. No head coaches, no assistant coaches. So. Right, I've got dog. a couple of assistants that want to speak to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who this? New phone. <laughs> yeah. New number. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no habla inglés. Uh, yeah. Geez. All right, big man, let's get the heck out of here. Um, it's been yeah. fun. Uh, thanks for, uh, uh, hopefully you guys missed us last week, but if not, eh, well, hey, you know what? Our feelings yeah, won't I'm get too I'm pretty hard. sure nobody did, so. Yeah, there's only 11 listeners, so, uh, and, we're, and we're two of them, so, okay. Yeah, so. Well, there you go. We appreciate everyone taking the time to listen. Uh, follow the WCHL podcast at WCHL Pod on Twitter, or uh, it's on Facebook. Follow the Western Collegiate Hockey League on Twitter at Western CHL or on uh, the internet at westernchl.com. Andrew, we might have some uh, ACHA Division One news the next time we talk. We might have some uh, oh boy interesting news for the nineteen twenty season coming ahead. So oh boy, oh yeah. like Oklahoma State saying they won the nineteen forty five national championship. Perfect. Oh god, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it won't be anything that exciting. It won't be oh, anything. Okay. It won't be anything that fraudulent or that exciting. No. Oh boy, and it, and it will not it will not be due to nationals, but it might we might there might be a team or two uh, joining the fray next year. We'll see. Oh boy, oh boy, we might be able to spill the beans next week, but uh, this week we can't. There so. you go. I'm in. All right. Well, Andrew, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for uh, suffering in the laundry room, and uh, why don't you uh, get us out of here? All right, everybody, have a good week. Have a safe week, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>